Hi everybody, this is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 109. It's now been one year, nine weeks, and three days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. Today is an awesome bonus show with BC Sandy live and in person here in the park with me. Say hello, Sandy. Hello, everybody. See, she's here. We'll listen to our inspirational snippet of I'm Letting Go by Josh Woodward. Then we'll see what we let go of today. But I'm letting go. I'm letting go. It's a history that never really grows. I'm letting go. silent wind that never really blows I'm letting go Oh Josh that was wonderful. You know this was our first Josh a because here's me and Brave Companion Sandy both listening to Josh here in the park and Sandy we really were listening to it. Yes we really were listening to it. You'd be surprised that people say come on Lori you say you're listening to Josh and we don't buy it. Quit being so fake Miss Authentic but Sandy describe what happened. Yeah she's so we're sta- we're here at the park and she uh, did the intro and said I was the first person to witness that and I, I wish I took a picture but I didn't <laughs> but I have a mental picture and then she uh, listened to that and then said now we're going to listen to uh, Letting Go by Josh Woodward and we did and and I, I verify 100%. <laughs> so I guess my Letting Go should be feeling compelled to prove that what I say is the truth <laughs> but no I think I'll let something different go today. Now, an easy cheater thing to let go is thinking that I need to do everything myself because here I'm podcasting for the very first time with another live person. You know what? Come to think of it, that is a good thing for me to let go. So I'll ponder on that some more. Stop having to do every darn thing myself. Sandy, do you have something to let go of today? (laughs) Wow. Uh, I have. Yes, I do. And it's funny because even when I was listening to that song, I was thinking, oh, God, oh, God, I know she's going to ask me that. (laughs) I really want to let go of needing to feel like I need to fill every moment with being purposeful. And I've been really hard on myself why feeling that I need to be more organized and be more productive and get more done. And uh, I'm really struggling with that. So I, I think I need to let that go. I think that's awesome. In other words, Brave Companions, it sounds to me like you need to let yourself relax and have fun. <laughs> I know, that's why I'm here with you, Lori. <laughs> but then I'm making her work and do the podcast. I guess I have to turn off the recorder now so that we can just walk and enjoy the birds and the sounds. But I'll tell you what, Brave Companions, we will pick this up again when we get to the podcast rock, and we'll see how much more bonus episode is in store for you. How does that sound, Sandy? That sounds great. Fun first, work second. Of course, for me, talking is always fun. So I'll see you there at the podcast, Rock Brave Companions. And you know what? We would love to hear from you what you let go of now that you know that we really do listen to Josh together. Well, 
Wild Brave Companion, Sandy and I have walked around the park and she can tell you that there really is a dog park. There really are planes that fly overhead and all kinds of sounds that are interesting when you're trying to podcast. That is true, and I have to say that I, I commented that when Lori says, oh, there are these crows or these dogs, and I'd say, God, I never hear that on the podcast, and she revealed that. She'll, I edit that out. <laughs> yes, I do. Some of the magic of Compulsive Overeating Diary is a Hollywood production, but not me. I really am exactly as you sound, except I am more prone to the F word as Sandy experienced today. Luckily, you brave companions won't be subjected to that because if I actually do the F word, I will edit it out. Sandy, I tell everybody that they think that I'm full of unicorns and rainbows and goodness and light. I'm just such a happy, sweet lady, so nice. What would you tell them now? <laughs> well, I would say that we all have a dark side, and Lori, definitely you do. <laughs> well, but not a mean side. No. No, not a mean side at all. But you know that volcano of rage that we've talked about of late? I think that's where I tend to curse. And because I've been cleaning so much, I've gotten in the habit of F you, stupid clutter closet. F you, clothes I have to sort through. Oh my God, not another bunch of bills to go through to see do I need to save this for tax? How about I shred them all? Oh no, there's a W-2. I can't shred that. I'm going to have to go through every effing one of these. Oh no. So I've kind of gotten into this habit of being F prone and I'm going to try to do better today. Well, we are here on the podcast rock in the beautiful local park. Sandy, what do you think of the podcast rock? It's really beautiful here, Brave Companions. Uh, it's this wooded area with oak trees, and actually I think that's a big giant bush of poison oak, so I'm not gonna go there. But it's, it's really lovely and serene. I, can, I will now picture this every time you're here. See, it's just wonderful to go to the podcast rock. And like I said in my blog, if you are in the Los Angeles area or close to it, or you're planning to come to the Los Angeles area, drop me a line or give me a call because, you know, if my schedule permits, I would love to take you too to the Podcast Rock or Desconso to the dry riverbed or even up to the Zen places. I was hoping that Sandy and I could go to one of the Zen places today, but I'm too dang tired from all that stupid cleaning. So instead, right now we did the easy walk down the park to the Podcast Rock. And when we're done, Sandy, what do we get to do? Then we get to walk back up the hill to your house. <laughs> My now sparkling clean and beautiful house. It, it did look good, I have to say. <laughs> Though you know what, Brave Companions, this is how I classify friendship. If Sandy had wanted to meet me at my house before we did all this cleaning, I would have let her in. One of the few people I would willingly have let in because I know that I could have said to her, Sandy, I'm sorry for what you're about to experience, but I've been kind of depressed and let my house go. <laughs> and she would not be giving me that you know, look like, oh man, this is the crazy cat hoarder that I've come into. She would know that this is just my clutter mood hitting. So so, Sandy, I'm glad that we become such good friends. I would let you see my embarrassing, mortifying house, but I'm super glad because we're friends that you got to experience the good house. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to talk about what we're going to let go of. And Sandy really wanted to let go of having to feel productive every single second of the day. So have you had some more ideas around that as we've been walking through the park? Well, 
I've recently become self-employed, and in part of that, I feel that uh, I have to be better or to organize my time and structure my time. And I find that I can supremely waste time. Uh, even when I think I'm doing a task, I find that I'm daydreaming or doing something else. And so I've been buying all these books on uh, time management, new kinds of calendars, trying to use my phone to block off time to do things. And, and part of me feels like, wow, do I really need to manage it so intensely or, you know, is that task something I really need to be doing? So I'm, I'm starting to look at kind of what's underneath my need to sort of control my time and also feel that, you know, why do I feel that what I'm doing is not enough? Because when I really look at all the things I do, I think for most people, I, in fact, a friend of mine just said, you, you know, you're a workaholic. And I was so shocked by that. I thought, absolutely not. I do all these recreational things and I'm, you know, uh, on all these committees and I volunteer here and I have all these, and, and I really, oh my God, I think she's right. Yeah, I can relate to that. You know, sometimes we fill our lives with busyness. That's kind of really what workaholism is, you know, and you get rewarded in our culture for that. That gets you a promotion. You, you know, you put in your weekends, you never take vacation, you do these things. But Sandy is absolutely right. Even me, as a retired person, it's very easy to feel badly, you know, am I working on the podcast? Am I studying my singing? I... I take things that should be fun for me and I turn them into another chore on my to-do list. And I hadn't thought of it till just now when Sandy was talking about it, but it is a matter of, am I worth this? Am I like proving my worth in the world? Am I taking up space right now or am I putting something good out there? And it's really difficult, Brave Companions, to just like feel that as you are, you're good enough. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm really reflecting lately about, you know, what, what does it mean to be really in the present moment? Because apparently that's all we really have. The, the, the past is no longer here, and the future is not yet here. And so really being in the present moment, and that's what I really enjoy about this experience with you today, is that I really am here. And, and quite honestly, I, you know, I have so much on my plate that I feel that I should do today, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna take this time to be you know, with you, because I really miss you, I haven't <laughs> seen you in a while. Uh, but also that you know, connecting and being in nature and connecting to the earth um, is an important job to do too, you know, and that sometimes you work out things just in those interstitial spaces. Well, I'm doing my let go goal right now because I'm letting Sandy do this podcast with me and share her thoughts live on this mic. But there's other things too, you know, when the house was so awful, Mark agreed that he was going to do certain parts of the house. That was his responsibility 100%. And I had my parts of the house. It was my responsibility 100%. And then every once in a while, we would help each other or ask for help on things. But to do that, I'm a perfectionist. I have to let Mark clean his part, one, in his time, oh, really hard, two, however he wants to, oh, super hard, you know, to whatever level he finds acceptable oh my god so so hard but when you're delegating or when you're a partner with someone and they're taking on their share of the burden it is so important that we let go of the expectation around the minutiae of how they accomplish it now 
if it's a big deal, you know, just like in business, if you are dependent on somebody to do something for a deadline, you can't just say, oh, look at them, they're off having a picnic. How nice for them. <laughs> but, you know, how they did it. If you wanted a written outline and bullet points and they wanted to freeform write it and then pull out the bullet points second, however they want to do it is up to them. And that is a really difficult one for me when I'm looking for help to let people help me and me not micromanage and me not tell them exactly how to do everything. That's been a tough one and a good one. How about you, Sandy? What's challenging for you about being not productive? Well, I, you know, I think it's not even about how much work I get done. I think it's about accepting myself and accepting and being okay with where I'm at in the moment. Um, I haven't shared this with you yet, but I'll share it now. I, I recently um, lost a really dear friend to brain cancer the, two weeks ago. And this is somebody I hadn't seen in 20 years. Uh, we were really, really close a long time ago. And I got the news that she was in hospice, and I uh, went over to visit her. So I got to visit her six times before she passed. And it was just so amazing that, you know, whatever uh, stuff we had between us completely melted away in that time. And, and, you know, for the first couple times I saw her, she was you know, able to talk and we got to share a lot. But I, I, I realized like, why, why am I so worried about certain things? And, and why am I holding on to, oh, I don't, things that are just not important. And it just became so clear. It was such a gift from this friend. And, and, and it was just, you know, really amazing. Um, so I, I feel like a different person. And so I think why I'm wanting to kind of let go of this need, because I, it's always this feeling like it's not enough. It's not enough. I could do more. I could do more. And I get to almost like this uh, hyperventilating state of, you know, I can slip in, you know, a few more emails or I could do this better. And I've been on this real kick of trying to be like the best version of myself and eating better and you know meditating and doing all these things, but I think there's a, a, another side to that where um, I'm I'm almost in competition with myself, and I think I just need to just be, let myself be, and so I, I really learned that from my friend who left this world at 53, and um, you know I I have the gift of life right now, and so I look at how am I using that gift, how am I spending that time. Boy, that's a really great story, and I'm sorry for your loss. Like Amy from Wisconsin shared last show, she let us tell that her grandmother just passed away. And in a way, that was a sad thing. It is a sad thing. But what was kind of nice about that was that they knew that this was going to happen. Her grandmother had a stroke, went into hospice. They knew that, as Amy put it, the inevitable was going to happen. So Amy and her family had the chance to go there and be with her grandma as this was happening. And it's really useful. And I think she was saying the same thing. It really puts clarity around what are those moments that you treasure with your grandma is it the grandma kept her house clean or that she had a good career or that she no it's like that she spent time with me doing whatever that might be whether it's baking cookies or listening to me or hugging me it's the connection that we made with people that are that are present at the end of our life and I'm noticing when I take the time to notice right now like with you Sandy the connection is what resonates in an important way in my current life. But I was using busyness as well as food. 
to not feel things so as to not feel sadness or hurt or the volcano of absolute rage. But I was turning off these feelings. But when I do that, it was turning off all the connection feelings because I was scared of connection. Connection for me meant rejection. You're not going to like me. That's what connecting meant. If I let you know me, then you're going to reject me. And that's something I think a lot of us who listen to this show feel. We're scared that we're going to be rejected. And oh, I'm rubbing her arm now because she's crying thinking of her friend. But connection is what we take with us at the end. So anything that we can do to build true, authentic connections with others or with ourselves is the most vital work I think that we can do. Should I give you a moment? (laughs) Oh, I'm just, I'm tearing up because I think, you know, this reason I'm feeling all this time is because I'm really not sure what to do with these feelings. You know, I'm really uncomfortable with feelings sometimes. I know that you've shared that before, and I think a lot of the brave companions deal with that, you know, so maybe it's, you know, food is a way. And in fact, I, you know, I, last night I've been eating so well, and last night, you know, the, the barbecue potato chips came out. <laughs> and it was like, that's okay, that's okay. And I, because a lot of sadness was coming up, and I've been really kind of busying away those feelings. But I think you're right. I think that, you know, I just have to be okay and let that, let that happen. You know, it's funny when, when somebody uh, passes away, uh, we project a lot of ourselves into that person, you know, and you think, you know, how am I living my life right now? And and I think what was so amazing about that experience is that I, you know, for whatever feelings of hurt I was having with this person, and that was part of the reason we didn't see each other for so long, that that was so pointless. That used up so much disk space in my brain. And, and you know, it's, I was also, when you were talking, thinking about clutter, because you and I were talking about clutter before, and I know you shared it in a recent episode. I've been also been, I also have been getting rid of clutter. And it's so freeing, but I'm looking at how much mental clutter am I still holding on to? And so, you know, I think my need to be productive and busy is a little bit more clutter. It seems efficacious. It seems like it's going to help me get to where I want to go. Uh, but sometimes it's not. So that's what I'm reflecting on right now. Boy, amen, hallelujah, sister, here in the Church of Podcast Rock. <laughs> because even when I'm thinking about doing the show, much as I love it, surprise, some days it's not the best use of my time. Sometimes it's better for me to go hiking all by myself, listen to Led Zeppelin, hey, hi, Sophie, you know, to do that, sit on the Zen place and be Zen and not think about what am I feeling so that I can communicate that. Sometimes it's good for me just to go hiking to enjoy it. And that recharges my emotional battery so that I have the guts to spill my guts, especially those shows where I'm not feeling so good. And I would rather do anything than tell you the truth of how I feel. Because the only promise I made you was to be real. And some days it's not fun for me to be real on a mic for people for all over the world to hear. And hear again, like five years from now, when I'm long past that, right? It's so weird to have these feelings there for all time. But going back to Sandy's point, that is what has taught me these lessons, is the fact that I have had these 
bitchy feelings, moany feelings, needy feelings, whiny feelings, as well as celebration feelings and happy feelings and gratitude feelings. I've had all of them. I've had the rainbow of feelings there for you poor guys to have to listen to. Some are easier to listen to and to say than others, but they've all been there. And me telling you has not made a huge change to how many people continue to listen. Some people decide, hey, Lori, you're not for me. And that's hard for me to say, wow, what can I do to change myself so you will now want to immediately come back and be a brave companion again? How can I change myself? But I realize it's impossible. If I change myself to suit brave companion X, who tells me I'm out of here, then brave companion Y, who loves me as I am, is going to say, hey, what happened to you? I'm out of here. So that's just crazy. There's no way I can be everything to everyone in order to feel good about myself. So now I'm trying my very best to look at it as the opposite. I'm going to be whoever I am, whatever I am, and do that to the best of my ability, to be exactly who I am. And those of you who say, Yahoo, we love it, more and more and more, you're the people who can connect with me. So we're going to build an authentic and caring and real relationship. And those people who are listening like, oh, this woman talks too darn much. I'm turning this off immediately. Well, not good riddance, but God bless you. I hope you find what you're looking for in the way that resonates for you because obviously we're not a match, right? There's matches in podcast listenership and romance and friendships, jobs, anything in life. If you are your own self, who you match with is real and you build this connection. Now, as Sandy said, we haven't been in each other's pockets all this year that we've known each other in real life. We've had a few occasions to get together and we've texted some and talked on the phone some. But our connection is deep, like we've been friends for 20 years. Yeah, it really is. And I was just thinking about, you know, the, those first episodes. I think I was one of your first listeners. I maybe came in, uh, maybe episode six or something, and started from the beginning, which isn't as hard as these people starting at episode 109 and starting from the beginning. But I remember uh, going on my morning walk and listening to you, and I felt like, wow, I, I feel like I'm talking to a friend. And I just knew that I was going to get to know you. And, and you were actually one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. I had not had a habit of that prior to that. And here we are. And it's so amazing. And I know there are a lot of brave companions that are jealous because they've, you've mentioned, or as many have mentioned, they feel the same way. And I, I just want to say it's what a great pleasure it is to be your friend. Oh, thank you. I didn't even write this out of script or anything. That wasn't a Hollywood moment. That was really an authentic moment. Of course, now they're not going to believe me. You wrote that good for Sandy, didn't you? No, I really did it. <laughs> I feel the same. The fact that I'm making a joke right now tells you how touched I am because one of my defenses is when I feel really deep in my heart, I don't want you to know, so then I turn it into a joke and the funny Lori comes out. So sometimes the funnier I am, the more I'm feeling something. That's that's my defense. Whereas Sandy might become super productive because she's really awesome at detail work and planning things and doing things. And really, if you wanted a productivity expert, you should call Sandy because <laughs> she is really, really good at it but you know it's so wonderful just to be here and hear the birds and I'm so happy that what I do to fill my time and to make connections includes my opportunity to go for these nice walks and to sit and to think and to talk with you all what a blessing that is and Sandy this has been an absolute blessing for me to have someone 
be on my podcast live from the podcast rock. How cool is that? <laughs> this has been so much fun. And I, I just, you know, hope we can do it again. And I hope more brave companions come out and get to meet you in person. Well, and you can meet Sandy too, you know, really. If you're sort of near the LA area, get together. We'll go on a hike, you know, that would be fun. You could be on the show or you don't have to be on the show. Recording is optional, believe it or not. <laughs> but, but if you'd like to go to the Zen place in person or go hang out at Descanso Garden or see some of these places that you've heard us talk about, we'd love it. So, Brave Companions, before Sandy and I wrap it up for today, I wanted to make a couple of announcements. Number one, I'm on call for jury duty next week, so don't worry if I have radio silence for a few days. Depends on if I'm called in for service or if I make it onto a jury. I may not have time to do my normal podcasting, blogging, etc. But I'll keep you posted as I can. And also, this weekend is Sandy's birthday. <laughs> So like last year, I found a cool birthday song at the Free Music Archive from the Birthday Song Contest. And this one is Birthday Birthday by E.J. Greenberg. So as Sandy and I say goodbye, let's listen and celebrate Sandy's birthday. So Sandy, what was your experience being on the show? What would you say? Wow. Super, really fun. Really fun. And and. You know, I wasn't sure, I was a little nervous when you took out that recorder. I thought, I know she's going to take out that recorder. I know she's going to record this. But I, I, you know, it really didn't change the nature of us just sitting and talking together. It really is just an authentic conversation. And uh, I would be happy to do it again. But I just, you know, I think you're terrific. And I think you're terrific, too. We're both terrific. We're terrific here on the Zen Place. Well, actually, no, we're not. But it could be a Zen Place. I'm having... (laughs) I'm having a Zen moment. I don't know about you. Hear that perfectionism? No, this is not the Zen place. This is the podcast rock. This is now the Zen podcast rock. And live from it is Lori and Sandy saying, until next time, brave companions, take care. Because we, we care. really care. Oh, let's do that. We'll do it again. Okay. <laughs> we really, really care. Okay, take care, brave companions. We really, really care. One, two. One, two, three, four. Birthday, 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 birthday. What a surprise, what a surprise. Birthday, 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 birthday. It's in your eyes, it's in your eyes. I don't know, how could it be? Are you older or younger than me? Birthday, 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 birthday. I didn't know, I didn't know. Birthday, 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 it doesn't show, it doesn't show, were you asleep, was it a dream, let's go have some 